Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This episode is brought to you by City Index. You shouldn't have to pay a premium for the most exciting market opportunities. Start trading the biggest companies for less with City Index's commission-free U.S. share CFDs. Go long or short with $0 commission on Apple, Amazon and our full range of US markets both in and out of hours. Visit cityindex.com to try a risk-free demo account today. City Index, invested in your success. All trading involves risk. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 25th of August, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets. And I'm Nadine Blaney. Nice to be here. And uh, nice to be here with you, Scotty. Yeah, it's great to be here. It's back to back gains. So uh, <laughs> the, 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 the rally uh, resumes. But uh, of course, uh, some pretty big events coming up over the next 24 hours. One in particular. Yeah, okay, let's let's save our fire on that one, shall we? Because, uh, yeah, we saw good gains today. The S&P ASX 200 up by seven-tenths of a percent, above that 7,000 level. Pretty pretty sideways trade through the afternoon. I'm not taking anything away from it, but, um, you know, not a lot of um, volatility through the afternoon hours. Uh, it was energy. It was the materials space that really led the gains. I uh, noted when I was on air earlier this morning that we saw a lot of um, relative strength, I should say, coming through in the property, the A-REIT sector as well. Um, not sure what you'd put that down to, Scotty. Any ideas? Not really. Uh, you know you know me from a macro perspective. I know that there's lots of movement at the individual stock level, and mm-hmm. we'll get to that in a moment when it comes to our uh, reporting season today. But uh, one thing that's uh, it's very noticeable is that we almost seem to have that preemptive rally ahead of Jerome Powell's uh, speech later <laughs> on tonight. The thing we're going to keep our powder dry for. But uh, it's hard not to go and talk about it at the moment because uh, just looking across uh, futures markets at the moment, looking at the US dollar, looking at what's going on in treasury markets uh, at this point in time, everything seems to be leaving towards this potential that we're going to go and see. Uh, you know, hawkish expectations probably not quite met. Well, at least that's what the markets are positioning for. So uh, maybe it's a bit of an, uh, a macro play. It's also permeating beneath the surface. Yeah, well, let's just do it then. Um, buy the rumor, sell the fact. I don't know. Um, buy, buy Jerome's Powell hawkish commentary that everybody is expecting now. Do we still see the next leg up? Because I, I just think the rally, I mean, uh, the expectations for him to be really hawkish are sort of priced in already. So maybe, maybe some potential for volatility. Yeah, I wrote about it yesterday in The View. It's uh, it's one of those events where I think it's entirely priced in. And you look at the reaction we've seen in previous uh, big speeches that Powell's delivered, particularly after FOMC meetings, uh, they rally. But uh, the common denominator is that they rally for about a day and then it reverses. And uh, I suspect that the same would occur this time if uh, there is any inkling that I know maybe not as hawkish as expected because the truth of the matter is that uh, even if inflation is off the highs, 
Uh, the Fed can't sit back and go and say, well, it's acceptable to go and have an annualised rate of 4 or 5%. It doesn't work that way. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. We're all getting ahead of ourselves, of course, but uh, no, past performance is not indicative of future returns. Well, words to live by, Scuddy. Okay, so that is obviously looming large. We've got jobless claims tonight. Uh, we have a business survey as well, uh, the Kansas City Manufacturing Survey. We've also got a business survey out in Europe, which is just really, really looking at a tough place right now and uh, we're prepping to get some news from the ECB as well in the coming days so there's a lot sort of going on on the macro front to your point energy energy you know oil prices rising about a percentage point through the overnight gains sustained through the Asian session that is an interesting one I hosted the trade today and Gary, Gary Glover uh, was sort of saying look his thesis is that uh, equities across indices, you know, across markets are are set up to take another leg down. And he's saying, watch the oil price. You cannot overemphasize how important that chart is for equities because a lot of the enthusiasm around the rally came through in terms of peak inflation. But the charts, the oil chart showing that uh, it looks as if prices are set to rise further, which would be you know, a real negative for sentiment around the inflation story. So, yeah, that episode of The Trade is up online. I don't get the opportunity to host it all the time. But, you know, when I do, I... Uh, like, I like looking at a chart or two. Scotty, you? Yeah, I think you did a great job uh, <laughs> under pretty extraordinary circumstances, which we won't get into in the other uh, background. But uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to uh, hopefully hosting it tomorrow. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, uh, look, look, let's leave the macro for a moment. Let's get to the micro, to these equity stories, because, boy, what a day when it came to... Um, you know, reports really dominating market performance in terms of some of the, the winners. So we've got Insignia. You, you spoke with the CEO of Insignia. What's the outlook for that company? I mean, the market saw something in that result that it really bought, shares up by 12%. Yeah, it's got three distinct uh, you know, units there. Renato Moto, the other uh, chief executive, was brought in after that uh, Royal Commission. Of course, we all know the backstory of what was the formerly IOOF. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, a bit of a turnaround story underway. There's suddenly uh, big inflows coming through. That wealth management business helped by no buoyant markets as well. And the advisor part of the other business as well, and uh, the, the, the use of technology potentially going down there, rather than being you know, ho-hum about you know, the vast array of people who are leaving the industry, uh, Renato seems to think that it's, it's a positive for uh, the likes of Sydney moving forward. IDP Education uh, was one of the real winners as well. Um, Charter Hall uh, was one of the winners, even though, you know, we've got Jeffries already saying, look, the next six to 12 months might be a bit more difficult considering rising interest rates and uh, all the rest of it. Um, and then as far as, um, you know, these companies didn't sort of lead the market higher, but really solid performance and share price reaction coming through to nine's result and of course a share buyback being announced uh it it takes a lot for you know investors not to like a share buyback Qantas it too has announced uh, plans for a share buyback and you know there's no sugarcoating it COVID has been so tough for Qantas its share price was up by seven percent today uh really extraordinary numbers being put to the total cost of of COVID on the business, seven billion B billion dollars. We also heard from Flight Center, but Flight Center did not perform well under the pressure of still posting a loss. Um, look, lots of talk about it being headed for consensus earnings downgrades. Of course, all the good news in that result had been pre-guided to market, but RBC Capital Markets saying that um, look. The market is assuming revenue of about $1.92 billion, but it just doesn't imp- jive with what the company was saying. Um, so look, 
at Flight Center, Aquantis. This is a and and uh, New Zealand Airways. We're all stocks stocks of the day today. So you you know the theme. So let's hear what our expert guests, Gaurav Sodi from the Intelligent Investor and Luke Winchester from Meriwether Capital, have to say about Qantas Flight Center and Air New Zealand. Bong with the company, I, I just think there are other more interesting ideas, and um, I, I, I want to just step back and see how there's a lot going on. I, mean, I just don't like to in, invest when there, there is so much um, to and fro happening. I just want like to take a, a moment to to get some clarity on the, on the company. So for so me, it's it's a sell, step back, take a fresh look once you mm-hmm. get more normalised ideas. You've had a, a couple of years where. They've made no money. Now you've had a couple of years or uh, half a year of super normal um, revenue. Yep. Like you've got to normalize these things. And I just don't know where that sits at the moment. They're so complex. You've got obviously not just the COVID recovery, but higher oil prices, volatile yeah, currencies, labor shortages. Yeah. So many factors that are just going around. Um, I, I'm so glad Gaurav picked up on the, the buyback because I completely agree. Mm. Um, if you look at the result today, they try to highlight the strength of the balance sheet with net mm. debt being lower than what it's been over the last uh, few years. That was completely because of a build-up in working capital where we've had a, a rush to return to fly. So they obviously, we pay Qantas in advance before we fly. They get all this cash sitting on the balance sheet, but of course we fly. And mm. then they recognise mm. all, the, all the cost for that. So mm. as, that, as that working capital normalises, you know, a $400 million buyback, all of a sudden your balance sheet normalises and, and starts to look a little bit stretched. So comment I jotted down was, if things don't go smoothly over the next couple of years, an equity raise wouldn't surprise me. And all mm. of a sudden Alan Joyce does sort of sit there with egg on his face. So there you go. If you'd like to listen to all of that in more detail, that was just a very short snippet. You can do so by uh, the show notes, listen to the whole episode of the call, and it's always up online, osbiz.com.au as well. Now, listen, in terms of reporting season, I'll just run you through some of the other big reports today. Woolworths suffering the same fate as Coles, talking about food inflation and the impact as uh, consumers switch as well to cheaper goods, down by 3.6%. Look, I had a chance to speak with Larry Diamond, the CEO of Zipco. They have put a timeline to becoming, uh, you know, cash flow positive, uh, profitable, at least at least there's a, a path to profitability. If you'd like to listen to that interview, please do so. It's up online. Uh, Whitehaven Coal was down by a percentage point in the wake of its result, but those companies are making money hand over fist. And we've got some analysis if you'd like to listen to an interview we did with with um, Gavin Went from the Mine Life Report on some of those big mining companies. So that's accessible via the show notes. And uh, just another couple of points of interest. Uh, you know, we saw, uh, as I mentioned, Nine Entertainment uh, doing really well up by 9%. And again, if you'd like to hear what Mike Sneesby is saying about streaming and uh, subs numbers and whether or not they're going to um, yeah, wa- wane in the coming year, as well as the ad market. Again, that interview is up online. Hey, look, we're going to call it a day. Uh, we saw the S&P ASX 200 finishing the session up seven-tenths of a percent, 7,048. Big day in terms of reporting season tomorrow. West Farmers, top of mind, will be speaking with CEO Rob Scott, MD, Rob, Rob Scott, I should say. And uh, of course, plenty of analysis on Jackson Hole, the data that's out through the overnight period. And of course, we look forward to next week as well. So uh, I hope everybody has a good night and uh, we'll see you live for the live stream, osbiz.com.au from 8.30.